bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, yes it is, and here we are, another edition of the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio 630, KHOW at 606 in the Mile High City. Six minutes past the hour, and here we go again. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman is, Brian's not here. He's not here. He's uh, out. Sliding into Brian's shoes today, it's uh, Little Rich Schneider. Oh, Lord help us. Lord help us. Lord help us. <laughs> we got a packed church today. We do. We're in the iHeart Studios. We were anticipating to be in our new commercial kitchen this weekend. Mm-hmm. Connectivity problem. It's like, you know, as we're getting ready, you know, it's hurry up and wait. Yeah. We're, well, we're in the kitchen, but at the same time, there's a lot of outfitting we have to do. Internet, we have to get that installed. Uh, just, you know, certain small items as we start to bring people into the the new location yeah that's going to be so much fun though when we get that dialed in it's always been my dream to have a uh, and look at you know here we are in the iheart studios packed in here yeah uh, think about how great this would be to be in our studio kitchen uh, beautiful cooking area uh, wide open space just perfect for these types of occasions so i'm yeah. looking forward to that we're gonna have to get a lot of chairs Greg, something tells me we're yeah, going to need a lot of chairs. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of chairs. Big pews Absolutely. for the culinary church. We can get that done. I'll tell you what, big show tonight, actually, as well. Um, we're going to spend a little bit of time right now and just talk about what's coming up. Monse Hines, and I'll tell you what, the story that Monse has, um, the restaurant Taste of El Salvador in Colorado Springs at uh, 115 South 25th Street. Um, she's going to be up at 6.15 here on the Modern Eater Show. So looking forward to that. We'll do In the Kitchen. We like to jump at uh, 6.45. We love to jump a chef in their kitchen. Um, tonight, I've been wanting to catch up with this gentleman. It's Chef Josh Oakley. Uh, Avelina is the restaurant that he's the executive chef at. And did did you know, Jay? Yes, you did know because you typed this up. So, so we'll go to <laughs> I have I have a really rich. bad memory though, so I <laughs> could be I could be in this game just as with everybody else. <laughs> Vegetarian week's coming up. It's the first through the seventh, and so uh, Josh Oakley is doing a little something at Avelina for Vegetarian Week. Mm-hmm. Let you know that uh, Breckenridge Food and Wine. So instead of jumping Josh in his kitchen at Avelina, he's at Breckenridge uh, Breckenridge Food and Wine Classic right now cooking. So we're gonna dial up and and hit up josh in breckenridge at 6 45 7 p.m he's a two of my favorite zacks are in studio tonight and uh zach zach christopherson is here with chain reaction he's uh doing booze in the news all the booze news you can use um zach and chain reaction make a return visit to the modern eater show and then zach Kreider, um just a, a new friend of the show colorado Mills sunflower oil um, it's it, things are heating up as far as uh, sunflower season. I see what you did there. Nice. What I don't nice. even know. What I well, the heating up with the oil, if, like how I oh, fried. I didn't it. even know I did that. I fried that. No, that was just good. An extra. That uh, was good. A great oil. There. Great family too. And then uh, birds and bees teas in the house. Jennifer Roth is gonna make a uh, appearance here. She brought some teas as well, which I'm looking forward to. And foods get. For what what are we eating tonight? What's on What's on the menu, Jay? Can you say pupusa? Pupusa. Yeah. 
that's what we're eating. And if you're wondering what a pupusa is, you'll have to wait. You'll have to wait. Yeah, you'll have to wait. I'll tell you what. So we we hyper local. That's the name of my game. You know, it, I feel that if you're in a community, that you have an obligation to support your community, to lift them up. And it's I'm, my brain is so weird how I think, but think about how much you consume in any given day: food, beverage, products. Uh, you know, down to shampoos, uh, trash bags, the, the amount of trash you take. How many times a day do you empty your trash at home, Rich? You probably don't. You I have someone d- that does that for you. <laughs> that, that's true. I have better, better, more things to do than empty trash. Yeah, I still empty my. <laughs> and there's a there's a lot of consumption. I mean, we that's truly true. are all consumers. We're consuming constantly. And so as, my li- as, I, as I evolve in my life and I see the amount of consumption that I do, I understand that you can consume with a meaning. You can consume with a purpose. Um, you can give back through your consumption. So you're taking in, but Absolutely. are you giving back with, with your consumption? Um, more and more, it means so much to me. If I'm consuming something, I, I, I want to I know that it's contributing. Um, that I'm truly doing something for others as I do that. So more and more, I'm trying to, everything that I consume, have a story, have a meaning, have a purpose with it. And, mm-hmm. and, and so a light bulb goes off in your head at a certain point when you live this lifestyle of how can you take those products? I mean, we're spending a lot of cash on a daily basis, all of us, going to restaurants, going to the grocery store. Uh, are you supporting a farm? Do, do, you, do you know any farms? Can you identify them on the shelf? Do, do you know where you're getting your proteins from? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you know um, how, how your soaps are made? Where your sunflower oil is coming from? What beer you're drinking? Truly, there's enough for us in our community to thrive. Um, oh, absolutely. To, to utilize that money that you have through your inevitable daily consumption to be able to give back and support and make us all stronger. So uh, just a thought within my crazy head of really how hyper-local works. Oh, I, I don't think it's a crazy thought. I think uh, we saw it at the summer dinner series as people were uh, coming to eat primarily. And then when they heard the heard you talk about hyper-local, heard about the story of the farmer, when we had the video uplink where people were, you know, Brother Lux talking to the farmer that grew the lettuce that's on everyone's table, people seemed like they discovered a hunger for something they didn't even know they were hungry for. And it is, I, I think this is a big groundswell. I want you all to catch that fever. And truly, you know, when you think about time, you know, I mean, I, out of everybody, I understand time equity. How you spend your time, it's got to be equitable to your life and what you do. Um, but if, you, if you're listening to this show, we're, we're doing that for you. You, could, you mm-hmm. better believe your patootie that if if you hear products that we talk about people that are in this community support them yeah i mean it's it's a gimme it's a no-brainer and on that same notion in that same breath i would encourage you to reach out the modern eater at gmail.com and tell us about your hyper local story tell about businesses that we would like to support Mm -hmm. um uh, you know i always say it all the time and here's the new and improved mark whistler that's sitting here with us tonight talk about community talk about hyper local um, not only a sponsor of the show, but he's just believed in what we've done um, and truly a community man himself. So on Colfax, attached to the Tattered Cover building, here's the Goods Restaurant. And the struggle is real, my boy. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it is completely real. Restaurant owners and, and people that are in the game um, to try and make it work because you see a lot of restaurants that shutter 
fairly quickly. They know if it's going to stick or not. But Mark, yeah, welcome back to the show, and thank you. Get, get right up on that yeah, microphone. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, for sure, man. I love the haircut, man. Thanks. I mean, what can a you believe transformation. He, can you believe he cut I, his I hair off? I couldn't on? believe it. it. It feels a little weird, that's for sure. You can't hear Oh, you the, can't. No, you don't need the okay. headset for in here. But Because right. um, Jay's using that for the switcher pad. Uh, Mark, you saw the kitchen, the preview, and you were so instrumental in helping us just with ideas and, and, and mindset and negotiating and... and uh, around you know lots of licensing wow never you know uh, zoning yeah uh, i mean the whole nine yards there's a lot to it that's yeah. for sure well you think we're set up i think what you guys are doing is truly amazing i mean the kitchen is so beautiful and i think that your your game plan moving forward and how much you are going to impact the community how much you're really going to help the colorado community or culinary community itself and I think just um, where your heart is in the entire thing, you I think this is going to be one of the biggest things in Denver's culinary scene within within a year, I would guess. I mean, you guys really, I mean, you're really doing something special over there. I'm really excited to see it come together. We're pushing the boundaries. And yeah. I love when your mind gets in there because you're so, uh, you're antiquated in your thinking and you can delineate so many things so quickly when you get into uh, a venue or a space uh, and and again the networking value as we sit in here and I, I again I wish I made 10% off all the networking that I bring along but you know my hopes are is that you know Mark a, a restaurant owner sees ladies that have a great tea, local tea company or a, a brewery uh, I truly believe that relationships and and using some sunflower oil that we can all just support ourselves in this community so I, I hope and encourage everybody um, you know, do business with mm -hmm. each other as, as you're in here. Absolutely. I love that so much. Did you guys know I'm a jalapeno farmer on my balcony? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bumper crop right there. Did you? So Which, Osage Farms you... was a farm that we visited uh -huh. in uh, just outside of Palisade, Colorado. Um, I, I got some great jalapeno plants on our road trip 2018 back in, in uh, May. And I, I had no idea that the... Uh, Jay Is gave, it hot? I think I think you should eat that I on mean, the I, air. I, I, eat it live. <laughs> and if you, there's tears, it. there's tears. Do it. All right, so Jay, he said I'll eat your your jalapeno right there. Yeah, that's a Serrano. That, well, no, that doesn't said... sound right. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> he said, he said would you eat some jalapeno? Okay. Oh, okay. He didn't tell me he wants to eat the, wants me to eat the whole pepper. I don't. I think he'll be fine. He likes spicy. He likes hot. I think it. It's probably mild, a little sweet. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, it's like know, candy. I can almost guarantee, and I said this on the drive over here because he's like, nah, you know, it, I, it, you you can handle a little heat. I said, I bet you probably tasted those, and they're hot <laughs> as can be, and you're gonna and you're gonna blow my mind. Now, listen, I said I would eat some, so All I organic. may I may go haver. Oh, well, great that it's Half organic. With rich. I mean, that's I'll go havers with rich. I'll, I'll... Yeah, I'm down you, for that challenge. He wants to do. I might need Zach? some birds and bees no. uh, iced tea. Jay, do you have the? Were the cameras up? Did they yeah. finally come up? Don't no, ask, I, was, don't, I, I was just going to say if it is, the cameras we right could still now. have someone take a picture of or a little if there's video. tears wanna, and all that I stuff. Smash all right, let's do that. Let's take a quick turnaround. Uh, so we, if he takes a bite, you don't mind biting off of him. Just <laughs> awkward and just take a unattractive. Bite. <laughs> all right, it might just be me coming back. I, <laughs> I don't know, but we'll take that break. It'll be a quick turnaround. We'll be back in a flash right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search the Modern Eater or check out the website 
themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian and vegan options and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares on East Colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore hungry thegoodsrestaurant.com rocker spirits it's a distillery it's a place to hang it's about quality it's about taste it's about passion Infused with American spirit, rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, Chef Carrie Baird, listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman on hiatus for a couple of weeks. Little Rich Schneider sliding into his shoes. Jay and Little Rich uh, tried some jalapeno. And uh, just from my balcony, what, what, Rich, you look like you're melting down. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be even shorter now at the end of the show. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you very Did much. Did it have some good flavor to it? It does have some flavor, but it's got some heat. I've got little hiccups. Uh, I can... I can I... Now, let me... Oh. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Are you okay, Jack? No, I'm not. <laughs> Does it wear off or get a little more intense? It was 10 seconds ago. It was four, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll wear off. Of, I hope eventually, you know, I read somewhere this can do damage. You know, should I bring that up now? His brow is literally sweating. Uh, yeah, the, the, that's got some heat. No doubt that's about it. That's got some heat, brother. Thank Man. you, Osage. <sighs> Look, he lost half of his earpiece. Man. He's just falling apart. Jay, how are we on Facebook Live right now? We're not. We're not. Not at all. Okay. Let's figure that out. Maybe switch everything over to the iHeart Network or I'm trying. something like that. I'm trying. We're trying on our new iPad. I threw him a curveball. Uh, you didn't get much of that jalapeno <sighs> there. I had a, a little bit, but it was... Throw your mic on. It's got some that heat. Was, I had a little bit. That, that was, was enough, for sure. That was crazy. Crazy hot? So spicy. Oh, that's yeah. good. It's, it's fading off now. Some pupusos is what you need now. I, peanut butter is what Pupusa. I need. That usually will <laughs> drown that Pupusa. out. Pupusa. Pupusa. Um, we're making it right now, so we'll wait for um, Monse to, to take a seat anytime that she's ready. 
And uh, I just wanted to have that little shout-out to Osage Gardens for the delicious jalapenos. Um, Coming up in the show again, Josh Oakley is going to be on the phone from Breckenridge Food and Wine Classic Vegetarian Week coming up October 1st through the 7th. Are you going to... Are you gonna do anything for Vegetarian Week? Any, anybody in here? Is any? Does anybody care? You? Yeah. Uh, yeah. John Urban. Oh. You don't care. I'll make up. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go You're make up for those. Eyes out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. What about you? I'll go have a thick steak. Make up. You know, I, I want the beef industry yeah. to remain strong and, and vibrant. So I think I've, we've got to do our part. Lots of meat eaters in studio tonight. I have a feeling. I'm crying. <laughs> You're moved. Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> you're, you're moved. You're moved. Uh, I'll tell you what, um, Monse, are you all set? Yes. Yeah, let's throw you Can on you the hear those sizzling in the background? Yeah. I, I heard them before. Very cool. So, Monse Hines, you said to me when we were talking about Monse the other day in the car, you, you said, do you know who she is? And I had never met her. Um, but what do you know? Well, she's had a, a thriving business. I think uh, we met in about 2010, 2011. And so she had dry mixes that you could make them at home. And she's done extremely well with them, her and her, and her husband, her family. Uh, anytime you've got a business like this in the family, it's a whole family effort. Uh, then they, I'm, I'm just finding out they've, they've opened up a restaurant about seven months ago, eight months ago. And they are blowing it up. Welcome to the show, Monse. How are you? Taste of El Salvador is your restaurant. Good to see you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's excited to be here. Thanks for being here. Uh, first, the restaurant. Let's talk about the restaurant and what you specialize in. And for those that don't know, the type of cuisine that you serve. Yes, uh, we open on January 31st and we start making pupusas. So that's my food from El Salvador. So I told my husband, it's no I don't find a pupuseria. It's not too many pupuserias. In Colorado Springs, it's none. So I told my husband, I'm opening a pupuseria. Are there any in Denver? In Denver, I hear it's a couple. Ones, There's a couple. But we're very few in the estate. Gotcha. And people are, how, how is it, everybody? You enjoying it? Thumbs up from everybody? That's kind of cool to introduce a, maybe a new taste or a new cuisine to folks. How would you describe um, the food from Guatemala? Or El Salvador. <laughs> yeah, from Guatemala. Yes, describe I don't know. that first. <laughs> Would you? Some place you may not have ever been. <laughs> well, well, our food is something that I learned when I came here. Okay, so pupusas is a uh, we use organic corn masa like tortilla, and we stuff them with any kind of vegetable, cheese, or not cheese. So that make our product so uh, authentic and also very unique. Because our restaurant can feed vegan, vegetarian, meat eaters, gluten-free, everything. It's something that I didn't know in my country that the product is gluten-free. We just made it and eat it. And here I came and I learned that. So it's a very home, uh, homemade style. Uh, it's not as spicy as Mexican food. So we are made medium hot is or, or, uh, or very spicy food. But... Well, I will describe pupusas like amazing. I, I've been having my business for seven years, and I eat a pupusa daily. So yeah, More emphasis on flavor as opposed to heat. Gotcha. So I haven't had a chance to try any yet. You, generally, it's that way because there's nothing worse than the host with a mouthful of food while he's trying to do the show. Um, so, you know, a lot of times when you talk about family and family restaurants and, and, and cuisine from the indigenous to regions that you've lived in, it, it generally comes down from the family. And who taught you? 
Well, my mother was a teacher in El Salvador, but in El Salvador, you go to buy tortillas every single day. So my mother, as soon as she come from teaching, she's like, go to buy the tortillas. And then I go buy the tortillas and the lady said, I'm so busy, you made your own tortillas. So she put me to make my tortillas daily. So that is exactly what I learned. And the recipe had everything, like the way that we make our beans and the way that we make our carnitas and everything. That is my mother's recipes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So wow. did the tortilla gal, did she teach you her recipe or did you have to? She just it? teach me the way that you pat a tortilla, which is extremely hard. So the, the way that you make the masa and the, the movement that you make with your hands, that is a very hard technique to learn. I want to see that. It's amazing how, how actually you, it's, it, it takes you many years, and that's why it's not so many pupuserias because people cannot say, I'm going to start making pupusas. You have to find the exact of the dough and the way that you hand pat because as soon as you do it, it starts moving around the tortilla. So it's a very unique question. I'm yeah. sure I know the yeah. answer to, but everything in your kitchen is scratch handmade. Yes, everything. We just use recipes from like our families and we make it exactly how we eat it in our country. Nothing. We even import flowers from El Salvador. We import Loroco. Loroco is the main flower. So we imported frozen and we use it in all our recipes. So the carnitas that you're going to try have Loroco and that make it unique because deep carnitas, you have to mix it with the flower. What, and that's that, the way what, to... What type of flower is that? It's called loroco. What, what is it? Is it? It's, it's a green, a small flower. Mm. That, mm. And it's in El Salvador. Right now, we are in season. Mm. And we use it for make everything. Mm. So, yes, we, we cool. can make all kinds of things. So, yes, if you see a green pieces, it's loroco. And that's cool. the flower that we use. Do you see your passion? Yeah. I mean, uh, truly. And, and that's what I love to see, the, the passion that comes from the food so at 115 south 25th street in colorado springs is where you can find uh Monse heinz and and taste of el salvador sit down style i mean t talk to us about your restaurant and, and you also serve libations as well so we feed around uh 100 people so we have in inside and outdoor patio our patio is really cool so I, I really enjoy it. It's in old Colorado City, which is a very small uh, community, uh -huh. very close to uh, Garden of the Gods. So we, our main people that we get is tourists. We get tourists from everywhere. And it's amazing. I would like to have a map and put, because you get people from New Zealand. Like, so, like where are you from? Every time I come to the register, where are you from? It's, it's really amazing. And locals, too, are, are big supporters, more yeah. than Side. Lots of military folk. A lot well, of military, yes. Which is cool. Um, I understand that you have an interesting story growing up, your family. Um, is that something that you'd be willing to share with us? So I, um, yes, of course, I can, I can share everything. <laughs> well, not everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I grow in El Salvador. I, I live in the capital. And then an opportunity came up to me to go to uh, Germany. And I'm like, how am I going to do? How am I going to get the money? So I sold everything. So even including my right, refrigerator. Let's, let's stop right there. It's 6.30 on 6.30. <laughs> how we're going to continue with this story next. I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. Monse Hines, uh, Taste of El Salvador. We'll get into the rest of that and more. Again, at 6.45 in the kitchen with Josh Oakley up in uh, Breckenridge Food and Wine Classic. And Zach Kreider at 7 p.m. Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. Jennifer Roth, Birds and Bees Teas. 
Um, if, if you drink teas, you, you're going to enjoy this because um, it, it's. I have so many questions about. I'm such a geek. When is, it comes Jenna, to is she stuff. a teas? Is that is that where the the name came from, or just it is because of tea? Birds and bees tea. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear the answer. <laughs> I'm looking at her. <laughs> T e a s. Oh oh oh! I thought it was something else. Me. I thought it was something else. Uh, it's a family show, Rich. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> Looking forward to that. And, and Zach Christofferson, Chain Reaction Brewing Company, uh, growing to one of our favorites. Uh, everybody knows I love Scott Brewing Company in, in Durango. And they don't even, you know, that's not a paid endorsement. They're not even a sponsor. Uh, above and beyond, and of course, uh, near to my heart, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project and Brews Beers as well. I think we have some Great live lineup. copy that we have to do for Brews Beers tonight, too. So we will get that done and much, much more as we return right here in the iHeart Station on 630 KHOW. If you're hyper-local and you like food, Eat it click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Okay, back to the show in just a minute here, but I have to tell you about a great family business. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke and his wife, Kristen, they came to the kitchen this week to talk about, okay, the future, you guys, are you going to want a draft system in there? I said, of course we are. Uh, Jeff Rourke, there's none better. 20 years in the business, man leads his industry, uh, custom installs and maintenance of draft system. He'll make your dreams come true. When you think about beer, and, and again, I was in a place in Cherry Creek about a week and a half ago, and I saw the worst inefficient pouring of all time to where if you're using a pitcher to pour your beer into, to pour the foam out, and then you're taking that pitcher and you're putting it into a glass, number one, the, the, it's going to get hot because you're transferring from one surface to the next. Mark, you can attest to everything that I'm saying right here. Yeah, totally. Um if, and it's just tacky <clears throat> and yielding you're not yielding the amount of money that you want to from your draft system at that point and let's face it in the in the restaurant and bar business you're making money off booze you yeah, know that's where your margins at that's where that's your margins sure. at so jeff rourke he wants to give you an a plus report card on your draft system it's as easy as calling 720-272-3809 truly if you're pouring inefficient beer what are you doing 
You're pouring your money down the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. My name's Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monard Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, Alex Seidel, you James Beard Award-winning He's a he's good awesome looking guy too, isn't he? How I gracious mean, he wears his success. He does a great job, and he represents our community. So, Alex Seidel, right there, saying you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Continuing right now, uh, Monse Heinz. It's great. We, we where we left off. Taste of El Salvador is your restaurant. Uh, delicious food that you've served us tonight. Great story. Family owned. You um, sold everything that you had, <laughs> and yes. you got ready. To go from El Salvador to Germany. You didn't say really what your purpose, what what was your calling to go to Germany? Go to learn the language. Go, go to learn German. Go to learn. Mm-hmm. So yes. you're like, I got, you know, I don't know where this is going to take me, but I'm going to learn some stuff, right? Yes. My... Well, it will open opportunities in my country. Great. All right. Where you left off. Yeah, so I sold everything, even my refrigerator. <laughs> even the refrigerator. Wow. Even the refrigerator. Well, you couldn't yeah, take I that one everything. with you. I sold everything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Fitting> overhead. Overhead. <laughs> so I sold everything. I moved to Germany. I met in, in October Fest, my wonderful husband. And uh, we live in Germany for seven years after we moved back here in 2011. And then he brought me for first time to Whole Foods. And I was like, Wow. I've never been in a place like this one. How beautiful. Yeah, and what is this? Yes. We, we forge yeah. for ingredients. Yes. Everything's around here. It's on the shelves. It's ready to be purchased. Yeah. So it's like we take a lot of people, you know, and you, you get the folks that go into mm-hmm. Whole Foods, and, and before you know it, they think that these vegetables were grown on the shelf right here. Mm-hmm. This meat, it, it was born in a package. That's, that's not the case. So yeah. you're experiencing that for the first time. Yes, so I go and I'm, it's amazing and beautiful. And I told my husband how I can do to be, to sell my product in grocery stores. And he looked at me like, well, to sell a hidden whole fooding. And I said, go to Ask the Manager. This is happened back in 2011. So he went to Ask the Manager and he said, we support local. So you have to have your product and all your license. So my first day in business was on October 2011. I put my product together. My husband helped me from Afghanistan and to do all my labels and everything. And I walk in Whole Foods uh, North Academy in Colorado Springs. And I brought everything. And they said, well, headquarters is going to contact you if they are interested. And I said, okay. And I, when I walk back to my car, I get an email. And they said, welcome to Whole Foods. Your product is being Stop That fast? Yes. That so it fast? It took me 15 minutes to get in Whole Foods. So it's, it was Holy a blessing. I'm like, I remember the day being in the parking lot and I started crying. From there, the doors start opening. We start working with Whole Food, Natural Grocery, Safeway, and uh, we move in a we move to a bigger location and have the restaurant. And there is where the restaurant is start. Is is the package product? Throw your mic on, Mike. There you go. Is the package product different than what we're actually having here right no, now? No, it's the same. Like, oh, great. The same pupusas. Cool. There are six. This is amazing. Thank this is you so, so incredible. Much. Yeah. That's probably why it took them 15 minutes. I've waited longer for a coffee there for guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holy cow. It Jeez. was a blessing. And from there, uh, I'm Yusi uh, Boulder, the main chef at the time. So my pupusas, and he said, what we can do to carry your product? So we 
we met and now we've been working for UC Boulder as well in Where do you in do the production? Entities. In Colorado Spring. Now yeah. we have our 2,700 square foot where we must produce and move from one employee to 12 employees. And uh, it's really amazing. It's, it's, and wow. it's a blessing. Can so I borrow do, 20 bucks? Uh, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Do, do you guys, of course. <laughs> do, you guys, do you pre-prepare this for the restaurant? We or do you just, no, we made it for you. Gotcha. Uh, in, I mean, Mark, at your actual restaurant. Mark wants some. I can already yeah, I do. see this is so good. Yeah. Yes, we do it in the restaurant. So, Who's the, your distributor? Uh, local food distribution. Really? Mm -hmm. Local is my distributor. Gosh, yeah, Elizabeth. I love everything you're doing. Yes, local in or chiles in um, Chile, zucchini coming from Milberger Farm and Muso Farm in Pueblo. Uh, They're amazing support. Like I cannot even the Muso Farm is amazing. I bring my That's... pupusas and we try for vegetables. It's, it's amazing what we have. I didn't know you were using Muso Farms. That's who I get the chilies for for the green chili wraps. They're amazing. It's amazing family. Wow. So I go there every other week and we trade. So they have a like a, a store, a front store. Awesome. So I put all my pupusas there and whatever I bring in product, they give me in produce. So I can bring oh, it back to the that's restaurant great. That's awesome. and I can reduce my cost and they and I we help each other. So yes, yeah. it's pretty awesome. To totally yeah. aligned with our values. Yeah, they've got three, on the Muso farms, there's three generations mm -hmm. of Musos there. The grandpa, the dad, and son. Yes. Too much. Carl and Rocky. What a story. And what, you're like 24? You know, you just <laughs> oh, right. I wish. I'll tell you what, lady. It's buttocks. Whatever you're doing. Don't tell me about your buttocks. <laughs> no, 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 no. My husband is here. <laughs> he seems like a cool guy, too. So, mil military? Military, yes. Yeah. And you guys, so in Germany is where you met? Yes. And then you were off to Afghanistan? Is that what I heard? After 28 days after we arrived to Colorado. Man. Thank you so much. Wow. And then and then back down to Colorado Springs, probably where you're stationed, huh? I am. I just recently came back. Been here for a year. Moved away for three to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. So yeah, can't can't hear him, but he moved away for a year. Oh, been back for three. My nephew's. What a what a cool story. As people yeah. are doing a show. I have a, on the side I have a of question. The show. Now I remember you were selling the mix, the, the in the in the bag, but people still had to make. Well, the no, we, we the packaging look like the mix because uh, we use a paper bag, and it's that could cost to us. We mm -hmm. cannot afford at the time and mm -hmm. to to put this packaging amazing. So we decide to do everything the more locals, so uh, it go better price for the customer. So it look like a mix, but we always make the pupusas. So it's it's ready. It's, it's kind of mix. ready to use. Our you put team. it back in so your freezer your, and reheat. There's your answer. You'd have them. Mark, what would you do? Mark Whistler from The Goods, what would you do? What menu item would you create? I don't know. I'm actually like thinking of a million different ideas here already. I think there's a ton of stuff that you could do with this. I mean, it's really, I think one of the things, even for the recent Chef and Brew uh, competition that we Yeah, competed. but you placed what? Second and third in two categories. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Nice um, job. But the, I don't want to make it about me. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, I, I mean, I think a big part of any great dish is the vessel. And this is an incredible vessel, and it's it's got a great story behind it as well. And it's story, a little bit it's right? new, it's unique, and I mean, new to us and unique. I just think that, that it's really it's really an awesome product. And also, our product is custom made because everything is handmade. So we, one example, UC Boulder, we make a mini pupusa because yeah. they need it for. So we custom made the product, and that makes it so flexible. We make it by order. So you tell me, I just need for an event, we make this little one, medium one, a school. So we also supply a school district for Colorado Proud. So we did Douglas County for 14,000 kids in October last year. And 
we custom made a fourth one with the protein extract and the grain that it gets made. What an entrepreneur. You well, need to speak yeah, it from entrepreneurs. She's awesome. What, what are all the ingredients in the pencil? So the masa is just organic corn masa mm -hmm. in water, no even salt. And one example, the green chili and cheese is roasted bell pepper, uh, roasted mirasol peppers from Musa Farm mm. and cheese. Mm. And that's, that's amazing. That one don't have even salt. And you, we use your oil. The, so exactly. we just use Colorado the oil rice. and that's the one we just pat a little bit in our hands so we're able to hand pat each pupusa. But yes, American is a dream of land. And they plus, can be Plus the name is so through. cool. Pupusa. I wish pupusa, I know, right? <laughs> I truly pupusa. wish Americans that were just so complacent that could realize that you look at it through your lens you know, land opportunity. And there's so many people out there that just are here and squander it and just don't know the value of being able to realize your dreams. Is, is And really, that's what you've done. You've just, um, and, and so much more to come. Yeah, I'd say uh, good luck, but I'll just wish you continued success. It Thank sounds you so like. much. She's and, one to watch. Uh, Greg, uh, Jay Parker, I'm still here. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to say a couple of things. Uh, Gluten-free. Gluten-free. Gluten-free, right. Uh, and then, two, if you are heading out to uh, Taste of El Salvador in the Springs, park in back. There is parking in back of uh, a Taste of El Salvador. They wanted me to say that. that yes, it's just the building have yeah, a front yeah. and a back, but the front is the office and the back is the building. And people go knock the door in the yeah, front. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the back. In the back. They're in, in the, the back. back. Go in the back. Pupusas in the back. Pupusas are in the back. Pupusas are in the back. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> right. That's a good idea. That's not like me. Uh, <laughs> thanks again for your story. And uh, again, you guys, I mean, what a lovely family. Do you have kids here with you today? Yes. Yeah. I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old. Yeah. No, no doubt. Okay. Uh, great. Thank you so much. We're going to do In the Kitchen coming up next with uh, Chef Josh Oakley, Avelina Restaurant. Anybody here been to Avelina? Woo, look at that. Wow. Quite a few people. Yeah, in it's, it's, it's incredible. It's one of my favorite restaurants. Is it really? In the city. Oh, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Just really, I think that they, they take the culinary benchmark to the highest level. Go to the goods. See Mark's <laughs> new haircut. That's worth the price. Of long, yeah. Great burger and a new cut. I mean, come on. You hey, had a, but we, we, we dined there the other night. Yep. At uh, the goods on yeah. Colfax, yeah. attached to the tattered cover building across from East High School, yep. uh, best patio in town, a long sprawling bar, just a community family place. That's my local watering hole, the goods. I, I would I would actually like for us to start carrying your tortillas right away. I would love for you to do Can that. Can I too? have a cut of all this stuff that's going on? <laughs> Well, what do you mean? You, you get free dinner <laughs> all the time. Knew me. We, we pay you in hamburgers. <laughs> I know. Well, can I have a and, hamburger and, today? And, and maybe old fashions. Too. Hey, you too. <laughs> I haven't had old fashions. I've been on tequila kick for a little while now. I don't know what that it's is. It's a great burger. They it, threw down the, the gauntlet because what is it on, on the menu? It says best burger on earth. Yeah. He's not shy. And I'm like, well, that's kind of throwing down the yeah. gauntlet. I don't know. Let, let, let's try it. And yeah. damn it. Support the goods if you haven't been it's there. Awesome. Telling you what, Thank there's you no so reason much. not to. It's on. Uh, is it Elizabeth? It's a, yeah, Elizabeth. It's a, yeah. It's kind of confusing because coming from the north, it's Esplanade, which mm -hmm. is where East High School is, mm -hmm. but then it turns into Elizabeth. But it's just at the tattered cover. It's I terrorized that neighborhood when I was in high school. I bet. Just terror. I bet you it. were one of the punk kids that. Hey man, yeah, he still is. Just they're, actually, they're all, you know <laughs> I, I we was. we get the East High School kids every day, and they're they're good kids. They're great. Not me. <laughs> Not you. Yes. Well, we're still trying to 86 you. Listen, it'll come sooner. Or later. <laughs> All right. We'll return with In the Kitchen next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. Okay, let's do this. Heading on in the In the Kitchen. And uh, we are up and running live on Facebook right now, so you can check that out. And I wish we had a camera on this gentleman. I'm so happy to catch up with him. And we're going to do this, uh, head to the VIP line where he's at uh, Breckenridge Food and Wine Classic. He's taking time out. His name's Chef Josh Oakley. And Josh is the executive chef at uh, a crowd favorite here in the studio. Avelina, how are you, Josh? I'm doing great. How are you? We're good, too, man. Uh, good to hear your voice. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, we tried to get you to do summer dinner series, but scheduling is tough sometimes because of these types of things, events. But we'll catch yeah, you mean, down the road, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they keep me pretty busy at Avelina. Um, it's nonstop. I hear you, brother. First of all, talk about Avelina for those that haven't been. Give that 30-second elevator speech. Yeah, I mean, Avelina, you know, new American cuisine, you know, we really try to do our best to give customers really well-seasoned um, seasonal meal. You know, that's that's really our goal. Like every, you know, every four months, you know, menus being flipped, you know, we're trying to use the best produce that we can. And, you know, that's that's really what Avelina is trying to do. You know, we're not, I wouldn't think we're farm to table. You know, we, you know, we're a big restaurant. I can't, I can't say that, but we definitely try our best to work with everybody and, Really try to keep a seasonal meal going at all times. Uh, this is a great time of year for you, right? Oh yeah, I mean, end of peaches, that to go. You know, love tomatoes, love corn. Also going quickly. You know, it's uh, late summer is always an interesting time to write a menu because you know in Colorado it, it goes very quick. I'll tell you what, we're in studio right now. Actually, a couple of friends, uh, yeah, I, I don't know friends, but folks that you do business with, Chain Reaction Brewing Company in the house yeah. here. Yeah, oh, nice, yeah. 
Yeah, we always have them on tap. Aubrey Breaker, our sommelier, is a big fan. Oh, that's cool. Also, yeah. Little Rich Schneider's on the microphone with us. Do you know Little Rich from Rockalitas Tortillas? I do not, personally, but I have heard. Um, <laughs> ornery guy that smells like corn all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you will get to know him. Uh, the Breckenridge Food and Wine, what are you up to up there? Oh, man, we're uh, serving uh, smoked lamb. Um, you, smoked it, brined it, sous vide it, you know, roasted it. It's like slicing it thin, a little cherry gastric. We have uh, some scalp crudo, uh, roasted poblanos, a little blood orange gastric as well. Uh, we're doing truffles, cardamom, and cherry, and then we're doing a peach tart, um, some fresh tarragon, basil, popcorn, a little peach, um, and goat cheese. Oh, geez. I'll tell you what, that sounds delicious. Uh, lamb is hot right now. Do you think, is, is that something that I'm seeing and it's um, big and it's going to wear off, or do you see that as something that's going to be around for a while? Oh, yeah. I mean, Colorado makes, you know, Colorado's, you know, Colorado lamb is kind of famous in the world. You know, people, people you know, look for it. So I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I, I definitely think, you know, there's seasonality to it. You know, when it's when it's the right time to eat it kind of situation, you know, spring summer and in the fall kind of falls off it's very expensive but you know that's and again you know if you're trying to be a seasonal restaurant you just follow the you know follow it we get lucky here at the show we headed up north to uh eaton colorado where there's a harper farms harper farmers and it's a lamb farm and we got to um we got to meet the little lamb that we ate at the uh, summer <laughs> dinner series yeah so that um, was yeah I've, I've, I've done something very similar i had to take the life of a pig, but we got to eat it, you know, and it's a, you know, it makes you definitely appreciate eating, you know, dinner a little bit more when you get to meet the animal and then, you know, kind of see it pass and then you cook it. Definitely an interesting. Side note, and, and this is something I threw out. It was very controversial. I don't know how, I don't know why it would be, but I said a few months ago at a show that if, if you can't kill the animal that you want to eat, then you shouldn't get to eat it at all. I mean, that's fair. I, I had a hard time. You know, I definitely uh, wasn't like, you know, let's get in there and let's do it. It definitely took a second, you know, but understanding the process, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that for sure. You know, it can be a beautiful thing. Uh, here's yeah. a real 360 right there. Vegetarian week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Coming up, Josh. October 1st through the 7th. What does that mean to you? Well, for us, we're, we wanted to put together a three-course meal. Um, exclusive for the week. Uh, it's going to be verbal, not going to be on the menu or anything like that. You know, we're going to offer it to everybody that sits down. Um, you know, we're really just trying to showcase, you know, cooking without meat. You know, everyone thinks that a steak is the best way to have, you know, dinner or someone thinks, you know, you know, animal fat is the best way to season something. And we're, we're out here, you know, trying to prove that you, know, you can have a great meal, um, delicious meal with all vegetables. And hearty meal, too. I think sometimes the wraps is, is uh, I don't get full just eating all vegetables. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where potatoes and squashes and all the, you know, the good stuff that's going to sit heavy come in. Um, you know, it, it being fall, it's the best time, you know. It's the best time to eat vegetables. Yeah, and soups. I can't, uh, soup seasons and chilies are yep. coming up. I love exactly, that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, this hearty, beany, potatoy, spicy, peppery, you know, it's all, it's all good. Love having talented chefs like yourself join the show. Chef Josh Oakley at Avelina. He's in uh, Breckenridge right now at the Food and Wine Classic. Um, get you back down here. But could you give just some more specifics if folks want to join you for that vegetarian dinner? Yeah, so we are offering it 
October 1st for a week. Um, I believe that's the 8th, if I'm doing my math correctly. Um, it's three courses. Uh, we're serving beet tartare with carrot miso puree, horseradish dill, and a little bit of ciabatta crisp. Uh, for the entree, you're having truffle potato annulotti with squash carbonara, porcini demi, and sunchoke chips. And then for dessert, you're having coconut pumpkin panna cotta with maple bourbon glaze and pumpkin seed brittle. Um, that is for $40 uh, set. Uh, does not include tax or tip, but uh, three courses for 40 bucks. Wow. Holy that's cow. cheap. Yeah, and I yeah. it's that's a value. Rate. That's a value. That's a value. If it's going through your kitchen, I know it's delicious. So, um and and then for you to recognize that as well, I think it's very important. You know, you're up there in the mindsets uh, for me of the chef Dan Asher's and and um the Kyle Mendenhall's. I mean, mm-hmm. just just mm-hmm. really care about your ingredients and do what you can, and especially the local aspect, uh, do what you can when you can is really what yeah. I think. Um Thank you so much for joining us on the show. I appreciate it, Chef. Yeah, no problem. You know, it, was, it was nice to step away. You know, got to get back at it. Yep, go get back at it, and hopefully you'll get a little bit of downtime tonight to enjoy. And um, it's take, beautiful. Take in there. what Breckenridge has to offer. Yeah, I'm actually. I got dinner reservations. We're we're gonna have a good night. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. There he is, uh, Chef Josh Oakley, right there, Avelina. Do yourself a favor. Go check out Av- Avelina. I think that's great. 30 seconds left in this hour. Let me tell you what's coming up. Uh, Zach Kreider, Colorado Mills Sunflower. Well, you don't even put his company anymore because it's just like Zach Kreider, you know. You know who Zach Kreider is. Yeah. Are you having a good night tonight, Jay? <laughs> it's, uh, it, all, you know. it all started with a jalapeno <laughs> and went, down. went downhill. For, well, it started in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been rough ever since. And Jennifer Roth, Birds and Bees Teas. Coming up next right here on the Modern Eater Show. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. Here we go with hour two of The Modern Eater Show. Streaming live on Facebook as well. Just search out The Modern Eater. Have to say hello to a couple people. Jeff Jabot, how are you, chef? Uh, you have a big announcement coming soon. We can't wait to hear what that is. We've got Tony Dollar, probably one of the best uh, local musicians that I know. I'm in love with his music. Check out Tony Dollar on Facebook. The one-man uh, band. Uh, the just beautiful dulcitones of Tony Dollar. He's a, a Sean Smiley, uh, 38 State. State 38. I did that to see if you'd catch it. Yeah, I bet you did. You did it the last 40 times that way, Sean Smiley, I apologize. I love your whiskey and all the products that you make there. Emma Nemechek, but nobody makes um, pastries as well as you. You're uh, an awesome pastry chef. Samantha New, how are you, chef? Uh, Jared Leonard, Barbecue Supply Company. Love to see you, too. Oh, there's my mom. Hi. How are you, Mom? Hey, Mama. Chito. You're doing well. Chito is in the house as well. So good community of folks, and we appreciate you tuning in to the Modern Eater Show. In the meantime and in between time, let me tell you about this. I just got this copy put in front of me, so I'm going to murder it, I'm sure. But I have to tell you about Brews Beers, the Great American Beer Festival Week. This is how you do copy, Jake, because you're reading it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pluck from it. Great American Beer Festival coming up. Um, and Denver's premier, Brews Beers is Denver's premier Belgian-style brewery. Uh, they're hosting a very special event this Thursday. This Thursday, the Old World, New World Tasting will feature a head-to-head tasting of classic Old World Belgian ales. 
and their New World uh, counterparts from Brews. Um, they're doing that this Thursday. The Old World Belgium beers include fine ales from Vestmala, Rochefort, Dubac, and Orville. Well, those are all places. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And you know very that. well Good with job, that. Uh, these job. will be paired with their very He's New World equivalents of Brews beers. Um, if you haven't been to Brews beers, uh, you need to get up there. Each pair of beers will be matched with a fine artisan cheese. Delicious. The history and heritage of each beer style will be discussed, and promotional items will be given away courtesy of uh, Mershon Devan. Mershon Devan. Uh, the event will be held starting at 11 a.m. at Brews Beers at 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Seating is limited, so book now at BrewsBeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z-B-E-E-R-S.com, BrewsBeers.com. And be sure to stop into Brews this week for a taste of five new beers being released. Celebrate a great American beer festival style with Brews Beers. It's Brews Beers, B-R-U-Z. Right there, 709 the Mile High City. Let's continue on. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Little Rich Schneider from Rockalitas Tortillas, and let's invite our friends to the show right now. John Irvin making a a return visit, gluten-free things, a dedicated vegan bakery in Arvada. And, John, you're doing great work for those folks. I I literally have seen people walk in to um, John's Bakery in Arvada, and they're gluten-free, and they're like, I I get to eat a cupcake? I can have a pizza crust? And and they literally tear up and say, you're putting items back on my menu that I've just so much um, have been craving for for the longest time, but I can't eat them. You're doing great work, John. Thanks so much. Yeah, I have to put a uh, wet floor sign out. For the tears? I get so many people crying. Yeah, man, I'm like, they eat a piece of bread, and it's just like... Well, the cookies. Let them roll. They're like the size... It's like a tire on a small car. Gluten-free things. (laughs) Gluten-free things in our valley. What's new with you? Well, we have actually just gotten to a point where we're actually very, very close to where you can make our bread actually at home. Uh, We're into the final... I'm actually in the second week of my testing. And then we're going to go through about another uh, month of testing outside the bakery. And then we're going to package it. And so we're getting to the point where you'll be able to actually make all of our products at home. Not only will we manufacture and all that kind of stuff and, you know, for restaurants and everything else, but actually you'll be able to actually take home our doughs, our flours, and our finished product. So I'm excited about that. I've been working on that for... Gosh, I don't know, five, six years. You need to take entrepreneurial classes from Monse. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll tell you what, 15 <laughs> minutes, man. 15 yeah, but, you got, but the thing is, call you know, back gotta... from Whole Foods, man. You've been waiting on that phone for a long time, man. <laughs> yeah, Sitting the on the is, horn. The thing is, I, I, you know, a lot better looking. She is much better. <laughs> yeah. than you. That's probably what her, her big toe is. She's better looking than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I love yeah, it. I, I'll take. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I'll, I'll talk to her about some lessons and stuff. But. It doesn't hurt. It truly doesn't. Um, little Rich enrolled all three of us, Jay, yep. myself, yep. and Little Rich, yep. in an entrepreneurial class this week. Obviously, I always think, you know, I what can anybody teach me? You know, nothing. But it, a lot. Uh, truly, and to hear other people's stories in the networking and, and what mm-hmm. they're doing with their plight in life, I did say in the class that entrepreneurship is in your DNA. It doesn't necessarily have to be the product that you're thinking about now yeah. or the idea that you have now. It's developing your skills as an entrepreneur. You're either a wantrepreneur or an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and taking that leap to being full-time in what you're doing is a very difficult step. And also, 
some of the struggles that I have as an entrepreneur is you reach a ceiling to where um, you, you, all your ideas, you want to make sure that they're your ideas and you hold on to them so fiercely that you, you reach a ceiling of creativeness, of influxing other energy into your brands and uh, you just kind of plateau and you don't know where to go from there. So uh, that's something that I'm looking forward it's to. a lot of hard work. That's a lot of hard work and some luck. That's right. Speaking of hard work and luck, Zach Kreider. What's going on, man? No, evening, no luck for you. Hard work, <laughs> uh, a plenty. Uh, Colorado Mills sunflower oil. For those of, I mean, we we preach it here on the show all the time. I also know people multi-purpose oil, man. I mean, uh, I know people that use it topically on their skin, um, many many purposes. But cooking, high temperatures. I mean, you could put your um, other oils aside and. Yeah, you really can. You know, um, it's a great high heat. It's great in a deep fryer, but um, but where I want to be and where where we like to be is beer, everything else oil. You know, um, narrow that that oil in your kitchen down to to one or two oils, so you're not having five six oils on the shelf. And uh, you know, salad dressings, baking, sautéing, um, pan frying. You know, it it just works all the way across topically. Um, you know, soaps are being made out of our oil, uh, bath bombs, lotions, uh, face creams, a little bit of everything. Yeah, local Colorado company, Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil, coming to a theater near you, uh, Sunflower Harvest. Well, may be coming towards you. It, uh, we're out of seeds right now, and uh, new crop harvest is not. We gave you one You're making me nervous. Job, <laughs> I need oil, baby. Don't, you're making seeds. me nervous here. I know. Yeah, all we do is, uh, well, we do two things. We do livestock feed and, and oil, and we're out of seeds. Um, but we got uh, about seven to ten days before new harvest will hit new crop. Um, and at that point, we're going to be probably bringing in about 30 million pounds of seeds locally grown. Um, but don't worry, there's still oil flowing. Uh, we we backstock a little bit. Um, it, it's a it's a fine balance because when you crush a seed, 35% of it is, is oil and the rest is is meal. So if you sell meal, you got to sell oil. If you sell oil, you got to sell meal. Meal. So um, and especially going into uh, winter season um, on our livestock feed side, we have to actually supplement and and create a big reserve because more feed is sold during the winter than during the summer when the when the animals are out on on prairie and on grass so we we have uh about seven million pounds of feed in reserve to kind of get us through the winter as we're still producing during the winter but that's kind of our reserve our supplement um which then means we got some oil um that hasn't been refined yet sitting in uh large tanks um we got about five railroad cars of oil sitting there to get us through the next uh next 10 days or so so Zach, how come when good. you said unrefined you looked at me what's what's, what's up with that well it's just leading into the next you know making sure you're doing all right over there That's, okay we're going to continue to have uh tortillas and tortilla chips if the oil stops flowing the tortillas <laughs> that's stop right flowing. that's a big problem so um it, it's an exciting time right now as uh we're you know the plants are down so it's a good time for maintenance uh, getting ready to bring in uh, a very large Colorado-grown sunflower crop. I love it. I mean, truly, Lamar, Colorado? Lamar, Colorado. Um, you know, we're bringing in seeds from all over Colorado. The, uh, a couple years back, we calculated the average field to our facility is about 52 miles. Um, that's about 120 farms that we are supporting and doing business with. Um, and then we recalculated and we, we sent out... 
for our feed rations, two two thirds of our business is feed, and um, for fall booking, which means basically you can kind of buy and lock in your price for feed ahead of time. We sent out over six hundred um, fall booking requests to people that bought feed from us in the last two years. I love that so, model. You know the sustainability of that and utilizing whatever you can from whatever your crops are mm -hmm. uh, and, and doing you know it's like i look at um is it kyle we should do a road trip well no big bees oh um, yeah big bees what? i was thinking kyle mendenhall where he takes the little part of the scallop when you cut it off the shell and he, he saves that little tiny piece and then he dries it out and grinds it up and makes scallop powder with it mm -hmm. but big bees up there going from growing an apple to vinegar you know, all, and everything in between. Yeah, you know, yeah. juicing, ciders, yeah. uh, and then back to compost, back mm -hmm. in, back into the land. So that circle of to be profitable, you you got to really look at the the whole you know the whole plant, the whole the whole process. You know, especially in manufacturing, if you're sending stuff to the dump to be thrown away, you're spending you know throwing money away. Um, so it's big. You know, you you know, our, we're a zero waste facility. And uh, and every little bit of our process goes back into our process. Sweet stuff. Yeah, it's an amazing. Plant. How can people learn more? And also, I want to give you an opportunity because you're doing the penny thing for, uh, and, and th think of the pennies adding up when wow. you're talking of the quantity. But um, huge. Yeah. Uh, could you talk about that? Yeah. So we started um, the Colorado Mills Penny Program. We we started this back in February, and it's directed at the American Culinary Federation uh, Colorado Chefs Association Scholarship Program. Um, and what it is is for every pound of oil sold in Colorado, so whether it's a restaurant or a tortilla manufacturer, mm. um, the uh, Colorado Mills will give one penny to that uh, scholarship fund. And, and one penny doesn't sound like much, but um, we, we cut it off at the five-month mark, which was the graduation ceremony, and we uh, we donated 375000 um Three hundred and forty-eight pennies to the scholarship fund. So it's it's it was a thirty-seven hundred dollar check that we wrote um, for the five months. Um, so this next year will be a full year. Um, my goal is is to try and hit a million uh, million pounds. A uh, million pennies would be ten thousand dollars. Oh, I wanted Jay to do that math. <laughs> I thought that would have been great. Their oil is is, is that like is so when good. you poke fun of my intelligence on the air? No, is that, is that the, no, no. Is that the game you're playing? I thought you'd have it right off the bat to show how smart you were. Oh, you want me to forfeit the information we had about the seasons the other day? That conversation. No, don't tell anybody <laughs> that you don't know seasons. Well, no, that no. blew my mind. <laughs> I I grew up in California, man. It does. The There's no matter, seasons you know? in California. No, yes. I mean they teach you that stuff, but I wasn't around for that. That's <laughs> <laughs> early on. I had things to do. I was, you know, I but was there's moving. Purposes for seasons, and it does, yeah, because but not seasons for me. vary. Don't get me on a riff, man. But the equinox and <laughs> yeah, and but the they don't. It doesn't and, affect and, me if it's oh, cold. I put dude, on a sweater. I don't need to know what time it happens. It has nothing to do with weather, that. my friend. See, I think there's convertible season and non-convertible season. It's just two seasons. I got to do a whole hour on season to <laughs> teach you guys something in here. Well, you're either growing or you're uh, you're watching the dirt. You know, it's in, in our world. You know, it's, it's right. Yeah. But it's if you're season. in Australia, winter is summer. That's true. It's summer is winter. It, it That's depends true. regionally where you are, what seasons are. But the moreover, what seasons are is distinct points in time, which they're references to um, how the sun circles the earth, which is energy, sun. 
uh, light, uh, the, the, th the gamut to it. Of and Southern Colorado falls in with Australia there because I don't think we have four seasons in, in Lamar, Colorado. It, uh, Does anybody it's know when the it's hotter? Winter equinox is in December twenty first, isn't it? Twenty first December. Gosh, I'm proud. Twenty first, twenty second. Nineteen eighty four. Hey, but the, here, hey, one question I yeah, got. Go ahead. Okay, so my question is, you guys are talking about Australia, so the toilets flow backwards in because Australia. of the equator. No, so it comes back up. Because the Coriolis effect. The water swirls the opposite way. Right, but that's just below the equator. And well, yes, Australia just happens it's, to be it's below down, the equator. Down south, it flows one way. Right. And up here, it Have flows you ever seen way. videos on just being right across that line? The yes. That's awesome. And then if you're right on that equator line, it just sits and doesn't flow one That's way the reason why they don't have any any uh, uh, countries that make any money because they can't get rid of their flush of toilets. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we digress. What about right. flat earth? Way into the, way off the path earth. here. Let's <laughs> talk about flat earth. <laughs> Food and beverage radio show, but you learn much, much more every hey, Saturday Hey, flat earthers got to eat, too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Vegans. You know, flat yeah. earth vegans. Sure. They're there. <laughs> what a crowd. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going to continue. Let's talk tea next. Um, tea, teas. This is the tea teas right here. Uh, Jennifer Roth, birds and bees teas. I, I'll tell you what, if you drink tea, and I, I have an assortment of tea, but I have so many questions, and just the ingredients blow my mind, but uh, essential for different things that you're trying to uh, do in your life, and uh, obviously all herb-based, and... Um, Half-life, like how long, do I need to clean the teas out of my cupboard? Are they too old or do they last? Uh, so many questions swirling in my head, yeah. but we're going to get to know another great local business. It's Birds and Bees Teas. Please check out birdsandbeesteas.com and also search them out on Facebook. Do a little homework during the break, and we'll be right back with Jennifer Roth next, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModernEater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles my sincere hope is that intrepid sojourner beer project will inspire adventure and wanderlust come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn located at 925 west 8th avenue in the heart of the arts district on santa fe for everything intrepid look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally locally Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. 
and if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Okay, back to the show in just a minute. But again, it's Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions time. Jeff Rourke came by the kitchen today, and I had all, or not today, this past weekend, I gave him all kinds of ideas of stuff that I would like to see for a custom installed draft line. And he just listens to you. He's, this isn't my dream, it's your dream. And, and I truly appreciate people that do those types of things. They listen to you, and that's exactly what he's going to do. If you're in the business of starting a new brewery, which happens new brewery just opened up just now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh call jeff rourke and a plus beverage solutions if you need maintenance help i'm telling you what or a nitro line installed a water line installed a t-line installed jeff rourke can do that at a plus beverage solutions uh there are so many options and and you know the pushing your glycol system is important the temperature is important uh, leave it to the experts, and that he is. Jeff Rourke with A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 20 years in the business. He's a family man. Hyperlocal at its best. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it. Jay Parker, Greg Holland back. Brian Freeman, he's out. He's doing something fun tonight. Can't blame him, but he's off tonight. Little Rich Schneider jumping into the uh, captain's chair for Brian tonight. Glad to have you here. Before we get to this next segment, I think it's very, very important because this man means so much to our community. He's being recognized for it at the Colorado Restaurant Association show um, Monday evening at the awards ceremony. You're hauling in a big, big award, Little Rich. None better than you. You totally deserve it. It's the Industry Award. Um, I think they miscounted. No, they didn't, <laughs> friend. I'll tell you what. In, in, in one moment of seriousness, you do so much for this community. Uh, for the people around you, you're a, a selfless human being, and you, you just really care about everybody around you thriving, prosperous, and happy, and um, the, w- w- there needs to be more Little Rich Snyders I, in this world. Well, so thank, thank you. you so I, I, I don't know what to Let's say. I was, I, was, right now. I was really stunned little when I heard rich. that. Actually, we were at ACF Golf Tournament, and you were at the golf hole when I got the news. And I was like, I, had, I uh, talked to Mary you... Mino. I said, Mary, you better have them recheck uh, the count there. Yeah. There's got to be something wrong. Truly, you deserve it. But so what a great so culinary community we have. Yep, we sure and do. And that's, that's, uh, it's easy to drive hard when you've got people like that. Adding to our network, here's the first. We've never talked tea, and I'd love to. And I'd like to do it now with Jennifer Roth, Birds and Bees Teas. Where are you located, Jennifer? Welcome. Thank you. It's an honor to be here in this room yeah. with all of you. Thanks. We're located in Southeast Denver and uh, just have our showroom and manufacturing facility here. Very cool. Yeah. Where do you start? What, what, what brought you into tea? How did you develop a love for tea? It was in herb school. I grew up in Michigan and ended up in Seattle uh, and at Bastyr University going to school for herbs and learned a lot. I actually thought my degree, I was going to be learning about vitamins and supplements Mm -hmm. and uh, ended up in the garden all the time. 
So we learned about plants from seed all the way through harvest, and then we would make teas with them first, taste each individual ingredient, mm -hmm. and make things called percolations and tinctures and all kinds of herbal medicine from from seeds of plants and plants. So We've got it all right there from Mother Earth. Yep. Um, nature truly provides so many great ingredients and knowing how to use them like you do. An herb garden, I'm, I'm a balcony garden. I live in a high-rise in Cherry Creek. And so I, I have a ton of different varieties of herbs and a few vegetables and jalapenos, as you know. Yeah. Um, but I truly, I love and I want to know more. My thirst, my passion um, for learning more about that. And I know I have my favorites. Um, but there are so many things that, that folks can do. And with teas, the um, homeopathic um, path that you can take Endless. with teas, it, it, it truly is. But I think that can can seem overwhelming to some folks of, you know, where, where do you begin? How do you start? So cool having somebody like you to where you're doing the homework for people, right? Yeah. Um, what, yeah. what does your website look like? I haven't had a chance to look at it. Are you putting out suggestions? Um, just kind of give the rundown of what you have to offer. Yeah, so we, uh, we've we been mainly focused on getting the, the business established and out into the world. Mm -hmm. And it's been a huge dream of mine to be a, a gigantic resource for mainly women mm -hmm. and also whole, whole families, right? Mm -hmm. um, we all were babies at one point, and uh, I have a... a big vision and mission of transforming the way that babies are nourished as they enter the world. So um, we currently don't have oodles of research out there, but it's coming. We're, we're revamping. We have a new website coming this week, That's so we're great. really excited about yeah. that. But uh, yeah, our teas are mainly focused on fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum. And we're very niche focused there. And then we have teas like our family immunity tea, uh, our easy naps and calm nights, lighthearted for heartburn, um, which reach all kinds of Are you a mother? Everyone. I'm not. You're not. It's a question I get every time. Yeah, well, it's an obvious one. Yeah. And we need to figure out then what, why your, pa your passion for yeah. that, because yeah. obviously you're specializing. Yep. In that as well. Okay, it's 7.30 on 6.30 KHOW, iHeartRadio station, uh, sitting with Jennifer Roth, Birds and Bees, Tees. I've got to ask you before we break. Uh, no, I'll just ask it, and then you can tell us when you, your, your favorite herb. My favorite herb. Yeah, don't tell us now. We'll get it when we get back. Right got here it. on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Com. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner. 
your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? And Kat Cubella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yeah, I did walk out of a movie last night. White Boy Rick. Not on my list. I, I, and, you know, I'd seen commercials. I thought, that looks like a good flick. I haven't seen that's a movie in probably two years, and I was thinking of going to that. That's, I think, well, don't let me detour you, you know? <laughs> I mean, my barometer of taste isn't everybody's, but. Well, that's true. He know. walked out of the last two movies. No, I didn't. Super Troopers 2 I walked out of as well. So like it's that. on par with that. It, it was just a terrible movie. It wasn't good. Wow. Now, how long did it take for you to walk out? Was it right away? Or? No, I knew it was a terrible movie in, in about two minutes. <laughs> from, from, but I said, how many? How many but what, I knew. I said, follow your instinct. You know, but it's either that or take <laughs> Did you back. ask for your money back? No, I'm not that guy. <laughs> back to the show. Jennifer Roth, Birds and Bees Tease. You ever walked out on a movie? You were talking, no, you haven't walked out on a movie. I don't movie. think I have. Yeah. Just you because Maybe you I want your money's worth. Maybe I fell asleep during it. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, you might have wanted your money's worth. I don't think I've worth. ever gotten. Same reason I won't throw tea out. I want my money's <laughs> worth. Your favorite herb? I'm guessing mint. Mm, that's a fun one. No. Peppermint or spearmint? Either. I mean, can we just keep it in the mint category? And <laughs> mints are crazy. Yeah. Have you ever grown them? Yes, I grow mint right now. They're perfect in a pot, not in your yard. They take over the whole thing. I, I planters. Yeah, they do take over. Um, but that mint I love, and I love the smell, um, many purposes too, but I think great for tea. The distinction of tea, I mean, you were schooling me during the break there, but you thought one very important point to bring up. Oh, first tell us your favorite herb. It's elderberry. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a love-hate relationship. It's kind of an interesting <laughs> herb because sometimes we get it in and it smells like dirty, stinky feet. Mm-hmm. And it annihilates the entire warehouse it's awful and other times it smells absolutely fantastic and most of the time that it smells fantastic or it seems like it's a great harvest is during this time of year when it's cold and flu season and people most people need it so it was interesting okay. to listen to everyone talk about it in the room tonight so uh, jay here let me ask you this so the, the one that smells like feet and then the one that smells good same plant. It's the same plant. Uh, are you, do you use the feet tea <laughs> also? Or when it comes in and it's feet tea, you say, and you send it back and go, oh, you grew this in the wrong area. I want the good stuff. 
Yeah, no, I think it's more about us and how we smell it at different times of the year, whether we actually need it for our body or we don't. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. I know. Yeah. It just blew my mind there. Oh, I'll no. tell you what. All right. I want to get a good five minutes in and just go to school. And I want you to, you've got so much knowledge for us. Uh, the distinctions that you were making with tea at, during the break. Yeah. So our tea is actually not truly tea. Um, it's called an herbal infusion. And we figured when we launched the company that most people would have absolutely no idea what that was. And we would spend most of our time educating, which is great. Mm -hmm. That's what I totally what I built the company for. Um, and most people know what a tea is, right? Mm -hmm. Know what to do with it, mm -hmm. put it in a cup. Um, so ours, first off, our loose leaf teas, not in a tea bag. Each tin comes with a reusable muslin bag. So you can make your own tea yep. bag. Um, but ours are... 28 to 30 different plants completely separate than wow. camellia sinensis so had to be different didn't you yeah had to make had it to super different. difficult <laughs> and and not um, birds and bees infusions couldn't have done that yeah do birds or decoctions so our family immunity tea is actually supposed to be made with a decoction which means that it's boiled and then simmered for 20 minutes so you get all of the nutrients out of the really dense plant material because it's mostly um, berries and twigs and cinnamon, things that you really, really have to break down the cell wall of in order to extract the nutrients out of it. Whereas the tea leaves or the herb leaves are much thinner and finer and go into a cup and extract into the water really easily. I think the question that some folks that are listening may be asking, and especially ladies that are going, I, I'd love to be really fertile. I, I'd love to go that... What, what, hey, Colleen, you're fertile enough. <laughs> you don't need the tea. <laughs> well, some folks have difficulties with that. I mean, am I... That, I'm correct, that's what right? we think women sit around and do when no, it comes to yeah, no, having a, difficulties. It means a lot. It, it really does. Yeah. It really, in true. I'm doing truth, a serious interview really here. You, I know. Colleen started it. <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a wide array, right? Because uh, I have men that ask me all the time, as well as women. How do I get less fertile? Every <laughs> stage. Who, who literally I... don't want to drink the tea because they think they're going to get pregnant. Right. I'm like, I'm not quite sure yeah. how this cup is going to create a pregnancy, sure. but you never know. It'll give vodka. <laughs> It'll give you breasts, but it's not gonna get you fertile. Yeah, so yeah. Talk, so talk about talk about that because I think it's a serious point that I, that women that would love to Colleen, they're out there, um, reach maximum fertility. Yeah, it's true. I that's how I actually started this company. I worked at a local apothecary here in the area and was a mind, abdominal, and uterine massage therapist, super specific, all external, not internal, um, and uh, helped sat across from women and, and truly listened to some of the most awful stories. Women who have been trying for three, four, five, ten years to get pregnant, mm -hmm. and um, with some body work and herbal formulations that we were blending, hand blending for them with loose leaf teas, mm -hmm. we found that the women that would go home and make a cup of loose leaf tea create that space in their um, life for a cup of loose leaf tea because it takes a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. It's not an immediate instant. Um, we're the ones that would come back pregnant and really excited. So I became a doula um, once I helped women start to get pregnant. A doula means that you are there to support mom through the entire labor. And uh, then we created postpartum teas as well. So. 
everything through the whole gamut. So red raspberry leaf is actually one of my other favorite herbs. And that is a, an herb that helps women with every part of from beginning of menstruation all the way through menopause um, and is tremendously helpful in helping ease labor pains, shorten the duration of labor, help women get pregnant. So there's a lot of fun stuff happening in these tins of tea. I'll tell you what, I mean, seriously, but you know, we hang out with the likes of Fairy Gut Mother who will show us uh, digestive Mm -hmm. yoga, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I love to hear these types of things and there'll be people you ever hear anybody say, well, give me clinical proof that this is working. Yep. Do you hear that? Yep. Is there, is there any empirical evidence that says that this is in favor other than the, the gal that says, I'm pregnant now? Yeah, there truly is. So red raspberry leaf is actually one of the most studied herbs mm-hmm. because of this, um, all of the constituents in it and everything it has to offer. And it's been used traditionally for two and 3,000 years by midwives. A third of the midwives in the United States actually use it and recommend it to every single pre- uh, mom that they're working with. And um, everywhere else in the world is a desire of mine to go to small villages throughout the entire world and bring that knowledge back because we're missing a lot here when it yeah. comes to birth. And another, so, but I'm coming from a guy who sees concierge doctors, you know, um, which truly is uh, Eastern medicine is really my jam. Um, so more, so much more in the United States to where we're uh, working at the, at the, you know, w- the whim of the pharmaceutical companies. The and, mercy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and everything is basically a masking, or um, it, we we don't treat the symptoms. And you look at these types of things that you know, Mother Nature has provided so many. Um, homeopathic medicinal mm-hmm. values just within it's a matter of how to use it but throughout time I mean ancient ancient time that these were used truly as our medicines and uh, so cool to see some like you who's so well versed I'd love for you just to take me to school sometime and and I want to learn so much more and I think that people are going to use you as a vessel to be able to do that as well and I love what you specialize in as well but I'm trying to think can can you make me something for menopause <laughs> I'm going through menopause right now and this I, moment this very, very moment this moment yeah <laughs> uh need to fan myself but <laughs> truly truly um He's crying now we were my husband and I were talking about similar situation this morning and i had the grounded tea on the counter i drink it every single day it's just a really nice nutrient rich tea Mm -hmm. and it's our fertility tea it's our overall everything tea our menopause tea and men and women both drink that for the fertility phase as well as vitamins and minerals every day so that would be my my recommendation for your menopause i would appreciate it yeah i need all the help in every area of my life we're gonna need to keep some at the kitchen (laughs) that's right i think just permanently (laughs) but to sleep right teas for sleeping teas for sleeping Teas for digestion yep Yep, our uh, inner peace tea is great for digestion, morning sickness. It helps. Uh, it's been found right now. We have a ton of chemo patients on it, um, feeding ba- feeding back just phenomenal information about how that's helping them with their white blood cell counts. As long same with our uh, family immunity tea, we recommend to make popsicles and syrups out of that with the kids and to help shorten the duration of colds and flus. It's elderberries is are one of the um, only antiviral herbs on the planet so yeah people really during flu season turn to teas and and probably don't even know why they are mm-hmm. other than it's just you know warm and it feels good 
my throat, but mm-hmm. there's a lot that you can get from that. What, what would be a recommendation for folks that are coming down with that seasonal, seasonal cold, Jay? <laughs> seasonal, hey, going season? into the fall, maybe? Would I, it be fall coming up? Arbor Day. Right? <laughs> Today is Arbor Day. Everybody knows that. I have a, I have, I have a question that I want to ask, but yes. go ahead and you can. Did you answer his? Because I was. Yeah, so jokes. that would be our family immunity tea. Family immunity tea. And yep. you can get that at birdsandbeesteas.com. You sure can. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my question, real quick, is is what should people avoid when they're out in the mainstream supermarkets and all this when they think they're buying something? Smooth about, move, man. Have you ever had healthy? that tea? Yeah, that's my diet. That's how wrecks I. Wrecks yeah. you. What's in that that wrecks you? Uh, senna. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's real. Uh, like, is it, well, that's it's what it's so supposed to do. You? Well, if you steep it a little less, then it might not wipe you out. Wow. Yeah. I put yeah. three packs in the same cup. Okay. Because I don't do anything in moderation. <laughs> that's a gravy. Yeah. 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 Traditional medicinals makes amazing tea. That's who I makes a, I had a serious move. question before you brought smooth move into it, you know? Oh, sorry about well, that. Well, because I shop for tea, so when I'm out and, and you know, I don't get the fancy stuff, you know, but uh, what should I avoid? Is there something I should avoid when you see it? You go, listen, that, Lipton. Uh, you know, that's, that's p- p- pencil shavings in a bag and that's not doing anything <laughs> for you. I, I wouldn't say that there's anything that to avoid because um, I really believe that tea is so good for us. Uh, the difference between a tea bag cut and ours is you're getting the whole entire plant piece. There's a ton of nutrients in there mm-hmm. as soon as the cup it, as soon as it hits the water, um, whereas tea bag cut is so processed that say. there aren't the essential oils, there aren't the the vibrant constituents in the cell wall still. Um, so most of it's evaporated, and if you open it up, it's it's almost like tea dust. And I'm assuming they add probably add some flavoring in there so that you can actually try to enjoy it, and you're not enjoying what it really is. Great question. Yeah, where our teas are the only at least prenatal focused teas that have zero flavoring, zero fil- like no sweeteners, nothing. You're just getting the plant material. You need some of my balcony mint. <laughs> <laughs> you better start growing some more. I can do that. The half an hour went by quick, but I'd love for you to be our tea spirit guide if you wouldn't mind. That'd be a blast. Yeah. Thank you so well, much for having me tonight. Winter. It's been a blast. With winter coming up, this would be, it'd be awesome. Yeah. We just, winter already happened, man. We're, well, we're, <laughs> we might be going into We're spring. going into Cinco de Mayo. I'll, I'll get you straightened out. JJ, we love you, buddy. Uh, thanks for Thank coming on the show. Thank you guys so much. I don't know why I'm waving a light around with you. Are you drunk on tea? <laughs> I had too much elderberry. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, really. Just continue beating the drum. And you. Um, you, people use her as a resource of birds and bees teas. Can people reach out to you by email if they have any questions? Yep, email info at birdsandbeesteas.com. On our website, you can email us through there. You can email us directly. Yeah, best of luck. Thank you so much. Yeah, no doubt. All right, beer time. I didn't even know I wanted to talk about this, but I think um, as Zach Christofferson's coming up from Chain Reaction Brewing Company, which I just found out, he's kind of our uh, close to the kitchen off of Fifth and Decatur. He's going to be kind of our neighborhood brewery. Nice. We've got to love there. Nice. And, And we just love them, family man himself. And um, new beers are on tap. The fall's coming in. You know, breweries change with the seasons, too, Jay. Seasons. Um, but Great American Beer Festival, talk about the reason for the season. Has the relevancy worn off? Is it just as popular? Is there a need for it? Oh, no. He's going, gee, you mind, Zach? Right. He'll do it. All right. Coming up next, it's Delicious Beer. It's from Chain Reaction. He's in studio. Zach Christopherson next in Booze in the News, coming up on iHeartRadio. 
soup's on. If you're hyper-local and you like food, Eat it click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Bleu train chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eaters Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Okay, booze in the news. All the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Uh, just become a friend of the show. He was at the summer dinner series. Paired up with it's it's Zach Christopherson. Zach, welcome back to the show from Chain Reaction Brewing Company. Thanks for having me, guys. Always love being here. Well, who were you paired up with at the summer dinner series? We did the one that was the uh, conglomeration of different. Oh, uh, was it the ACS? That was a good. That was that good was one. really fun, just because it was so many different people, mm-hmm. so many different options uh, and minds working together to create one killer evening it was just a great community event and glad that you were able to join us for that first of all uh let's start from the beginning just like in alice in wonderland where is chain reaction brewing company 902 south lapan street so that's just a few blocks west of santa fe on mississippi then kind of in between alameda and mississippi on a street called lapan Keep us fully stocked for some beer over there at the kitchen. Oh, yeah. We're just uh, a stone throw away, so we'll get you there. I love it, man. We got to get him by to check it out. You know what I mean? He says he's going to come by next week. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be fun to get you in there. Um, And also your hot sauces. Is that something you sell at the brewery? Where can you? Is that a Yeah, it's kind of just something that we do just for fun, special releases that uh, we get... uh, a uh, hot, local hot sauce company that we team up with. Yeah. Make some beer sauce just to go with the season or whatever cook-off that we're doing. We do the Cajun cook-off, the mac and cheese, the uh, chip and dip, or the chili. It's a home run. I'll yeah. tell you what, if you can get your hands on some of this hot sauce, it is well worth. Um, it's just the ingredients that you use, 
it, it's a killer product. I, I hope you do more production with it. That's just my hope. But Yeah, we're always looking for somebody that wants to team up and do it a little bit more. So right now it's just real small run. So mm-hmm. always got to have see, fun, you know. You know, maybe Jay and I can have a spoon of that each next week. <laughs> maybe. I, got some, I have plenty in the car. Well, I'm not saying this week. I'm saying down the road. I've, I've had enough punishment. Arabella's shots of it. It's it's so if you haven't had it, it's really I have some in the fridge at home, but it, it's delicious. The beers here we go. Uh, I'm not going to push you on the, the Great American. Beer oh no, we can talk spot. Uh, okay, well, just quickly, is it still a relevant beer festival? All the stuff that they I'm not I see. I'm already putting my spin on it. How they nice. bastardize it and they have big beer pour in the halls and and the the, the types of thing. <clears throat> excuse me, where you get lost. Your brewery, is it worth the time to have uh, a booth there at the Great American Beer Festival? Loaded question for sure. I I think that it's the hot question, though. Is the fest... uh, Relevant. Yeah, has it become irrelevant? Yeah. Relevancy, I think, is still there with it. Um, I think the issue is that the fest has become its own thing. You know, and I was thinking about this all day because I knew it would come up, actually. Um, Would you go to New York for a pizza convention? No. Depends on what season it was. So, (laughs) (laughs) if you're going to go to New York for a pizza convention, they got pizza slice, uh, a buck, you know, all over the place. So, you've got so much else that's outside of that fest that we can just get um there's brewery tours guys from out of town they want to see what is local here sure uh your bars downtown we see a lot of people that are just shifting and buying everything that's out of state that's hot that nobody can get because that's how you keep a local person coming speaking about new york that there's chatter that the great american beer festival will be in new york soon I think it always could. I think uh, you go where the beer drinker wants to go. Mm-hmm. I think with the BA being based in Boulder, mm-hmm. you never really know mm-hmm. where we would go with that. I still think it's strong here, but it's expanded every year. They sell more tickets, make more availability. Um, you know, I know Jameson's coming in with their own casks yeah. stuff this year. So, and not to belabor that, but just, and you talked about the BA, but being an advocate or supposed advocate for the one-off beer companies, the Brewers Association, that's the name of their game. I'd just love to see that beer event be more for those one-off beer companies than trying to turn a a buck. I think it it has to become more quality. Right, because when I look at associations like that, I look at political correctness to where be careful when you're politically correct because then all of a sudden your speech, someone else is going to eat you for that. Mm -hmm. And when you grow too big and you're an advocate for somebody and you're no longer an advocate for those one-offs, then you're starting to eat yourself as a business. And and you got to be very careful with that. So um, people want to come see you. Give the address again. 902 South LaPan Street, Denver, Colorado. Take 10 seconds and name your favorite beer on tap right now. Right now we got the Hatch Chili Amber. I'm drinking it. Which is awesome. Or the Lavender Lager. Those uh, are your two favorite? Yeah, those are really good seasonals right now. Your, your beer is so delicious. And you're a friend of the show. We're going to have you many times. If we are back in studio or in our new home next week, 
we want to have you stop by. So many yeah, people. Yeah, well, come on now. That's so great. So many people to thank. So little time to do it. Hoping to be in the Modern Kitchen, Colorado, next Saturday night. See you then.